Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Season 2, Episode 74 of What's Eating Kale. Gotta love a Thursday. Especially... you're taking the day off like I am. Now, I'm not uh, really take the whole day off, but I am not. I'm going to do a lot more of what I want to do and what I need to do for my own life rather than work. So that's going to be good. I'm also taking off the whole day tomorrow. I'm going to pretend like I don't even exist. I'm even going to, you know what I never do, even when I'm on vacation, I never put up a vacation message on my email. Why don't you do that? That's so, no. Why do they care? First of all, no one cares that I'm on vacation. Second of all, I'm going to get back to you anyway. I mean, it, normally emailing me is almost like texting me. I'm that responsive. So my clients are going to be like, maybe like, well, why didn't he get back to me in 10 seconds? But that's about the worst of it. I'm going to get back to him probably faster than most people get back to you via email. So... um. I'm stuffed up today. I've had a couple of sneezes. It's a little concerning. I feel like I'm about to sneeze again right now. Um, I, uh, I People everywhere are just, they're sick. And I, I get upset when I, they're like, they go to work or they go out and they, I just, it pisses me off. At this point, haven't we learned, like it's not really about you. I don't give a shit how tough you are. <laughs> I don't want to get sick, you uh, hallelujah today is the shortest day of the year so it it, it would the days just get longer now we get more sunshine starting tomorrow we you know today is the winter solstice shortest day of the year um so it's more sunlight and daylight from here on out um the days don't actually get longer as they suggest the days are the same amount of time you just the ratio of sun to not sun is going to start getting greater. It's it's December 21st. And it, it always feels like, well, winter is so long. But, you know, by the middle of February, we're, I mean, a lot more sunlight than we have right now. So, and February sucks. I mean, it's still a crappy month. March, March can suck. April can sucky. It'd be a little sucky, but it typically starts to turn the corner. And, of course, May is, you know, might be a little rainy um, in April and May, but you know, you're definitely heading in the right direction. Start seeing some leaves on the trees. and Yeah, it's all right around the corner, my friends. Just, uh, come on, I know this winter sucks. I'm the, I'm the worst one. I bitch about it all the time. I'm thinking about moving to a warm weather destination for the love of God. Um, by the way, I got a new candle. Um, I feel girly when I talk about candles. I feel like, like I'm uh, a little effeminate. But... My search started because there are certain candles I like. I like anything with eucalyptus in it, anything that smells clean. Um, I'm just a sucker for that scent. And uh, we were out with uh, our friends Dennis and Krista. And Krista, we hug when we see each other, uh, as friends do. And uh, Krista was wearing a a perfume that just, it smelled so clean. I was like, I've, I've never smelled a human being smell so clean before. And it didn't smell um, perfumey, which I can't stand. I get headaches from real perfumey stuff. I, this, I said to her, I said, you either just got out of the shower before you got here or 
you're wearing something that smells like you just got out of the shower. She said she was wearing something. I have no idea what it is, but I should have asked because I should have just sprayed around the house. It just, it was, it was perfect. Anyway, this new candle I got, um, doesn't smell clean per se, but I was on the search for more manly scents. And so I have, um, from the brand name Yankee Candles, they have a sub-brand called um, Woodwick. And they all have Woodwicks, and so the candles pop and snap, and um, it's kind of nice. Um, but they have they have some crazy scents in there. And I I found one, I'm like, oh, I think I'm going to like this. And uh, it's called Humidor. If you've ever been in a smoke shop or if you've ever been in, uh, if you've ever been around a humidor, I used to work in a liquor store and we had a humidor and, uh, it's, it's kind of a nice scent. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Uh, and I'm enjoying the crap out of this candle. I love it. Uh, it can't, it's only going to stay in my office. I'm not letting anybody else sniff my scent. Is that, (laughs) that sounds funny. Here we go. So entertainment and other headlines today. Warner Brothers Discovery, the company, is flirting with the idea of acquiring Paramount Global. Paramount Global, in a weird way, was kind of the darling um, over the last few years because they had Yellowstone, then they had 1883, and then 1923, and they had these kind of cool, huge hits. If you ever watch Paramount, they've got all the great, I mean, CBS it's a CBS company, typically. I I think it's I think it's I, I, married to CBS. Um, MTV is part of that Paramount Global uh, network. Um, at any rate, if you watch, there's great like Wings is on there. there there's all kinds of Frasier, you name it. I watch uh, Perry Mason on there. God, I, people must think I'm a total freak, but I love Perry Mason. It's a great show. Um, anyway, the, a deal involving the Redstone Empire, as Paramount is, uh, it would be just another one of these mega mergers for Hollywood and these legacy brands, right? Like these old-timey, um, it's on the heels of Disney's acquisition of 21st Century Fox, the crazy merger between Time Warner and um, Discovery Channel. Um, Discovery Warner Media, I guess is what they call it. Um, so that, that's just interesting. And God only knows what that winds up doing to content and to where you get what, and I, I don't know that it'll mean anything to us in the, at the end of the day. It's just a bunch of, I, mean, I guess kind of how they run the company, I suppose. Um, but, uh, nothing to worry about. I don't think, I don't think they're going to be like no more MTV, which by the way, who gives a shit anymore about MTV? It's just, I mean, come on. It used to be cool. If it, if it was still like high def audio and high def like video of, videos i would love it especially if you could like if it had almost like a network and you could do like genres that would be awesome anyway let's move on this is a much lovelier topic rachel mcadams (sighs) i'm a fan i'm a big fan i'm almost an embarrassingly big fan um she recently she was recently having a discussion about why she turned down the Mean Girls Reunion commercial for Walmart. And her other Mean Girls pals uh, were, you know, got together to do it. 
And um, she can't do any wrong in my book. So even if she sounds, I don't know, above it all or she really can't. Unless she really came out and said, Kale, you're a turd. I'd, even then, I'd probably still be okay with her. That's <laughs> how much I like her. Um, I don't know. She says, I don't know. I guess I wasn't excited about doing a commercial, if I'm being honest. I've never done commercials. And it just didn't feel like my bag. And the fact that she said it didn't feel like her bag is just more endearing. Now, if I'm saying Rachel McAdams and you're like, who? Okay, come on. Mean Girls, obviously. Uh, she was in Mean Girls. The Notebook. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan for me. I don't like that movie, but I like watching her in that movie. I mean, if Lisa's like, I really want to watch The Notebook, I'd be like, okay. Uh, the Wedding Crashers. The Family Stone. The Time Traveler's Wife. The Sherlock Holmes movies. One of my biggest guilty pleasures. Morning Glory. Yep. Love the Morning Glory. She's a star of Morning Glory. She's... Uh, anyway, uh, she was in a movie with Bradley Cooper called Aloha. Uh, the Academy Award nominated, possibly even winning movie, Spotlight. Um, she was a reporter in there. Uh, game Night with... Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, from Ozark. You know him. Uh, Jason Bateman. And uh, she's currently in a movie called Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Um, I hate the title of that, but I'm going to go watch it by myself. <laughs> um, Taraje B. Henson, P. Henson, I always thought it was B. Taraje P. Henson is tired of working her butt off in Hollywood and getting paid a fraction of what she feels she's worth. She got emotional over what she says is a huge pay gap. She's talking to Oprah best friend Gail King, and uh, she was seriously considering quitting acting, she said, currently, and money's the main factor. And I would just say, look, while there is a big pay gap, and it is unfair, and that should be squared away, 100% agree, and sorry that that's happening to you, but you do still get paid a lot of money to act. And I think the best place to fight that fight is from within, not from I quit acting and now I can fight this wrong. I don't think I don't think that's the way to go about things. I think you know you're you're probably still making more money than you would in any other sector. I mean it it pays well that way, but I the the gap is wrong. I agree. Uh, sometimes, you know. Uh, if it's a starring role and another starring role in an equal movie, uh, one went to a man, one went to a woman, oh, the woman would get paid less. You know, there's always you know the lead, and then there's a supporting, and those there's obviously a pay difference there. Um, but any, I, I I don't discount that at all. But you're still again, you're getting paid way more than you would probably in any other line of work, and. Fight the fight from the inside, man. She's a great actress, uh, numbers, and she, she, she's in a new movie. She's in uh, The Color Purple right now, which not maybe my bag, if I can use a term from Miss uh, Loveliness. Um, but I will say this. Uh, it looks great. I mean, it looks it looks great. Like if, you, if that was in your wheelhouse, 
uh, I would highly recommend it. I think it looks, I think it looks awesome. Um, so uh, to me, I just feel like I don't I just stay there and fight the fight there and I'll fight with you. <laughs> Whatever I can do. <laughs> All right, moving on in topics. We're going to get to some Christmas stuff. We're going to talk about some horror divorce. Horror divorce. Um, but first, I want you to take it easy this holiday. And I want you to overcomplicate things. I want you to take it easy in your stress. I'm going to try to do this. I'm not good at it. I know, and I'm, I'm probably, right? We all go in thinking, I don't have to stress so much. But we do. And we're going to. Um, but... I'm gonna to try to I'm gonna to try to simplify. Now, there's a point of simplifying, and then there's a point of oversimplifying where you become ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, we all do it from time to time. And interestingly, last week, two weeks ago, uh, Ben and I were making picks for football, and we had this this conversation about oversimplifying things and how ridiculous it can become. Uh, interesting game coming up after that with the Jags at the Browns, especially Trevor Lawrence-less. I'm going to take the Browns on that one. Hmm. Hmm. Hard to believe in the Jags I think that on the, the road. I think Doug Peterson is going to figure out figure out a way to get it done. Yeah? Yep. All right. I, I don't know enough about their quarterback, Sitch, but I just, yeah, I said Sitch. Sitch. <laughs> That's such a long word. I got to shorten it up a little bit. Lisa always does this thing where she leaves. Oh my God. She leaves. She leaves like the lights on in the bathroom at night. And I go, dude, I go, do you want me to shut lights off in the bathroom for you? And she goes, well, I thought you were going in there. And I'm like, I can flip the switch. (laughs) It's not that hard. So, uh, yeah. That's good. It reminds me of another Norm McDonald joke uh, where he brings up the abbreviation for identification is ID. <laughs> yeah. He's like, the I is short for I, <laughs> and D is short for identification. Just the best. Love talking to Ben, and uh, don't oversimplify it to the point of ridiculousness. But take it easy, man. Take it easy. All right. So, I promised the other day that I was going to put some cocktail recipes up on what's eating kale, and I didn't. Um, business got a little squirrely this week in what turns out to be a good way, but it was chaotic and um, clumsy for a day or two. Um, but today, since I can do what I want to do, not what I have to do, um, I uh, will put up those recipes and the next ones you're going to hear. In fact, I'm going to do it shortly after this. By the way, I'm running really late, um, so expected around nine o'clock Central Time. Uh, so I have some great hors d'oeuvre um, suggestions for you. Uh, these are all pretty simple. Most of them are takes on things we've already done, uh, but uh, they, they just sounded so good to me. And I got to be honest, with you, I've looked through a lot of these things. A lot of them are hoity-toity. I don't need caviar this, and I don't need salmon that, and I don't need. I mean, some of the, those things sounded good, but there was kind of a lot to them, and they, I don't know, they weren't really traditional type hors d'oeuvres. I guess some of these aren't either, but I'm talking out of my butt right now. Let me move on. Uh, maple bacon smokies. Um, this is 
you wrap the little smokies that we all love at party time, and you wrap them in bacon and you and you douse them in a little maple syrup. You you brush on some maple syrup and you bake them till crispy. Sounds good. There's nothing really better. I mean, how can you go wrong with syrup and bacon syrup and sausage syrup and oh, sounds awesome. I mean, just a double whammy right there. Um, roasted cashews, though, this is a little bit more interesting to me because uh, we've all had Chex Mix. We've all had like lots of different nuts with flavorings and things like on it. But roasted cashews, like Chex Mix, but these are in hot sauce and other seasonings that are not hot spicy, but spicy. And cashews are just the best. Great fats in them, too. Um, so that's an interesting one. I'll put that one up later on today. Uh, mini grilled cheese sandwiches. I have changed people's weddings with this suggestion. That's right. I have changed people's weddings. How? I was once at a gala. Yes, I was, I, I've been um, revered enough to be invited to very fancy galas in my life. No one was going to do that now, but they, they, there was a time. <laughs> Anyway, we were at this gala, and it was a very fancy place. The I think it's called the Rotunda in Waukesha, and um, they served these these little triangle grilled cheeses with a tomato soup dipping sauce. Are you kidding me? Ugh! It was the best. I had like I just kept following the lady around. Can I have another? <laughs> Can I have another? That's they decided to stop inviting me to those things after that one. No, I'm serious. It's a great hors d'oeuvre, and I, it's it's quirky and fun. Um, I think everybody should do it at, at some point in time. Um, the next one on my list is uh, kind of in the same ilk um, because it's sort of childishly fun, um, but it is uh, fried macaroni and cheese bites. Martha Stewart gave me this recipe, by the way. So this is no joke. Uh, when I say Martha Stewart gave it to me, I got it off her website. <laughs> but it is the 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 thing. It, it's really pretty good. It looks amazing, absolutely amazing. Another one I've never thought of this before because who would ever think of steak being somewhat of a an appetizer or an hors d'oeuvre? Uh, garlic butter steak bites. Uh, kind of unique, kind of cool. How cool are you to have garlic butter steak bites? And this year, let's not forget, uh, you talk about the the, the Smokies, uh, the little, right? You talk about the cashews, you talk about the grilled cheese, you talk about the grill, you talk about steak. We, we got football games. A Packer game starting at noon on Christmas Eve. That's what my family celebrates. And then, of course, there are games on Christmas Day, too. So it's kind of a killing two birds with one stone. And then I've alluded to the last one. And I'm going to put it up on the site today. Fried mashed potato balls. And I got to be honest with you, this sounds like the greatest thing since sliced bread. So you take your cheese, your uh, chives, uh, your uh, um, bacon, and you roll it, you kind of whip up your potatoes. You, you, you got your mashed potatoes already. You kind of mix them all together. You roll them into a ball, dip them in a little bit of egg, and then a... Uh, 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 a batter, not a batter, but like a, a, I don't know what you call it, whatever, the, the coating. And you fry those bad boys for about three minutes. Crispy on the outside, 
mashed potato-y, cheesy goodness on the inside. You can't go wrong with that. You can't. I'm going to go make them right now. I have the day off. No, I'm kidding. I, I, that really does sound amazing to me. Absolutely amazing. Um, so tomorrow, I'm, I've got some fun plan for you. Um, I don't know if I can pull it all off because I'm not that good. But if I can, tomorrow's going to be really fun. I think tomorrow will be really fun anyway. I might do something on Christmas Day. Um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see uh, if I can pull that off. I think I can. Depends on how crazy New Year, uh, Christmas Eve day is. Um, but I think I can pull that off. And then I'm just going to do something nice and, you know, kind of a good, like, let's have a cup of coffee on Christmas morning kind of thing, or let's get ready to open our presents Christmas morning kind of thing. And then uh, I, the, the, the rest of the week is going to be year and review stuff. So it'll be some things that we've done on the show uh, over the last year and also like cultural what happened this last year. Uh, we'll do a lot of that thing. Pretty cliche, but uh, I like that kind of thing and look forward to putting it together. So until the next time, you know it. That's right. Say it with me. Make it a good one. <laughs>